1: Skill where you're hanging yeah. Living in the cold world full of
2: This is the Red
3: Rock Podcast Network. From Red Rock Studio in Los Angeles, California, this is The Shiznit Show. With your hosts, Kenda McGee, Damon the Weasel Standifer, Charlie Bell, and Dino Red. Now put your hands together for The Shiznit Show.
0: Well, all right. Welcome back to another episode of The business Show. We realize you have a choice in your podcast listening, and we appreciate you listening to us. A good day, Kinda.
2: Good day, everyone.
0: Good day, Weasel.
2: Oh, hi. Yes, hi. Good day. Hey.
0: <laughs> you sleep over there? Ah, well, I was. Until you interrupted. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Forgive me for... Uh, Interrupting your nap time?
2: Well, thank you. You are forgiven. <laughs> I am a magnanimous soul.
0: As uh, someone once said on the peanuts, "Don't you know sarcasm when you hear it?"
2: Yeah, <laughs> I said, duh.
0: I said I said that to my mother after after hearing that,
4: <laughs>
0: and she replied, "Don't you know sarcasm will get your ass whooped?" <laughs> Never said that to my mom again. (laughs) My my mama just slapped me. (laughs) (laughs) Good day, Charlie Bell.
3: Hello, my name is Charlie and I am funky. (laughs) I didn't ask you all that.
0: (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. Uh, We have, have been dealt quite a blow, quite a blow. But before we get into all things Prince, all things purple and all things royal, we will... Start off with uh our usual how do you do's and how do you don'ts and whatnot. <laughs> so Kenda, what's what's other than being that's a given. It's a given we're all grieving, so let's let's forego that part mm-hmm. for now. And what else besides that is going on with you?
1: Not much, but um, <laughs> 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 um I did before my whole world stopped and the week stopped because I just felt like the world stopped. Um I um I did get to catch two movies this week: uh, Jungle Book, uh, that you were talking about, right, right, and this movie called Midnight Special was really different, mm-hmm. odd. I, I went in not knowing at all what it was about. I didn't watch anything, any trailers, and um, uh, um, yeah, it was just interesting. But I just, you know, honestly, um, that's really just kind of boring and pales what? in comparison, and everything. But that's kind of what happened. Well,
2: what, what What What's Midnight not, Special about? <sighs>
1: It was so weird. At first, you think it's about um, a kidnapping and uh, a parental kidnapping mm-hmm. and uh, you think it's going to be a chase mm-hmm. and you know and then you there's <coughs> one, this whole Mor- Warren Jessup Mormon thing that comes in so you think that the cult's trying to hide a kid mm-hmm. but it ends up being about this kid who's just like straight up got these powers that are just so fierce it's mm. crazy like he can create nuclear kind of explosions and stuff with mm. the power that he has and wow. they're really trying to um, keep this kid away from the government that officials sounds like my wanna- kind of movie Yeah, yeah. it, was, re- it yeah. was shockingly like Pretty good, yeah. and so um, I've never yeah. heard of it. Yeah. yeah, I know, and it's only it's only showing in limited theaters. I think there's only two or three that are local that are showing it, but um, it was worth seeing. Well, and well, and the, the I person wish, I went with, I wish I
2: didn't know anything about it. Yeah, I know,
1: <laughs> know. right? Spoiler, <laughs> spoiler <laughs> <alert>. <laughs> 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 right? Exactly. Spo- and I didn't say spoiler. alert Sorry. <laughs>
2: yeah, you, <laughs> said, hey, you know, next time. I ask. <laughs> so since Prince died, she's gonna ruin
3: everybody, <laughs> just like yeah, everything. Yeah. That's right. Like
2: we can't move on. I'm in pain. You gonna be in
3: pain? All right. It's gonna hurt
2: everybody.
0: <laughs> Midnight special I thought it sounded like to me like some kind of like the menu on on some greasy diner somewhere
1: or i thought it was gonna be like a gunfight with some you know uh, something
2: like that well see i went to the i went to the uh the music show from the uh uh, from the 70s and 80s yeah that's Uh, what i was uh, thinking i was like
3: i was thinking it was gonna be like a biopic of (laughs) wolfman (laughs) jack you
1: guys are dating yourselves (laughs) i've been dating myself since
0: i was 13 Yes, Weezy. Kendall, let me sh- tell you something. What? I'm the, what? I'm the, I'm the, sec- I'm the second oldest one here, and old I, old. I didn't know what he was talking right. about. <laughs> yeah. I was like, wait, what? Okay. Who, what happened?
2: Weasel, you're going to need to know that for some of the highlights from this show. <laughs> Weasel, we're just old souls. That's <laughs> all. Don't let him. That's all. Uh, so,
0: uh, Weezy, what's been up with you, man?
2: Um, I, uh, I, I, I was at Denny's the other day. And, having uh, a midnight special Exactly. rooms <laughs> <laughs> over my head <laughs> <laughs> man and and uh, you know the funny thing is and I've seen this a couple of times it's like homeless people go there to sleep oh yeah and mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. and when the waitress comes over and says I'm sorry sir you're gonna you can't sleep here they always get up and say the same thing I wasn't asleep I right. wasn't asleep right right and it's like what yeah dude, just just say, I'm sorry, they do it on the right. buses and the trains, too, oh, yeah, 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 the exact yeah. same thing, yeah I, 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 I wouldn't it's, it's like it's like it's like it's like my grandfather all over again, you know like when when, when, when my grandfather would be passed out of sleep from you know too much drinking, yeah, he'd slap him on the head, and, you know, daddy, daddy like, what, 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 uh, you sleep no, I wouldn't sleep, I wouldn't sleep, I was just in my eyes.
4: <laughs> <laughs> <Come on. laughs>
0: I, w- I was checking the back of my eyelids make sure everything red. is in order, because you never know. I was, I was trying to get the red out of my eyes. You know you know that back of the eyelid cancer can sneak up on you. You got to check them. You got to check the back of those eyelids make sure you ain't got no tumors back there. You got to be vigilant. Got to be on guard.
2: Crazy. This nigga had his shoes off, too, man. You
3: know what? That don't go with
2: Moons over my hammy. And then, mm-hmm. and then, and then, and then, and then, like, the dude was like, I'm just waiting, I'm just waiting on my sister. Hey, you been waiting on your sister? It was like, it was like uh, 10 o'clock in, in the evening. It's like, you been waiting on your sister since about 5 to 5.30. You have to get out of here So he, he, he putting on his shoes And he's like Well you won't see me here anymore You won't get any more Of my business <laughs> <laughs> Yeah
0: Yeah cause He That That res- That uh, 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 Rudy Tootie Fresh and Fruity uh, Once a week Is really yeah. gonna break down Right <laughs> Mixed with fo- mixed with foot funk <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I love Rudy uh, Tootie t- Fresh <laughs> and Fruity Thank you very much <laughs> I'm just saying
2: Well it was well, references well, here the,
0: that's when,
2: that's when it, he was complaining about the Rudy Tooty Fresh and Fruity when he was at IHOP the previous week. <laughs> so now he's, he's now he's just he's just down to Norms. Yeah. Norms is the only people that he'll do business with. Norms is a
0: bomb. I don't know. We were we were at Norms not too long Ooh. ago. It was just, yeah, it, Norms is still pretty cool. OG pretty Norms. Cool. I, can, I can get with Norms. Mm-hmm. To LA. So Charlie Bell, what's other than?
3: other than you know other I try, than try to do a few things to keep my mind off of the tragedy which yeah was... what, what
0: about what because last week you told us that it was getting close uh-huh. to you getting a car that didn't work out
3: well it's no it's still in process, still in process. but it's it is closer but yeah it hasn't it's okay. still damn it i know. was
0: i was like i was i wanted to like go out and see what you got oh
2: you a little red corvette it.
0: okay <laughs> <laughs> yeah right <laughs>
2: I guess we should have known by the way she parked
0: sideways. <laughs> <laughs> Baby, you're much too fast.
3: Lima <laughs> fast. Yeah, gonna... Speaking of loving and leave Lima fast, I was. Um, I went to. I went on wine tasting yesterday in uh, Santa Inez Valley, which is beautiful. We went to one. So
0: of I the... guess it's my turn next week.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? What? It's going right around. kind of win last week. Oh. Oh yeah. that's right. I right. told totally right. And this was, did you go to Rideau which was the um oh we no, went to San the,
1: Antonio.
3: Oh yeah, the San Antonio. San Antonio. <laughs> I know. <right>? <laughs> <laughs> so um no it was Rideau in Santa Inez, so it was up north like past oprah's house you know Mm. in montecito and los olivos but um it's one of the only black owned uh wineries out there and it's owned by this woman iris rideau she is well actually she's just in the process of selling it so it was kind of you know a little bittersweet but it's just so beautiful and um she's just such an amazing woman and she had like an amazing career and she um she's a Creole, Cajun background, right. so she was talking about, you know, how that influenced her winemaking, and it was just an awesome thing, and then at, when I got back from the little trip, I had um, gotten asked out for a date. I was like, okay, hey, I'm trying to have my own little midnight special, yeah. <laughs> and then, <laughs> but it didn't work, and I think it's not not totally um, unrelated to, did you guys see the Onion headline this week? Yes, <laughs> yes I did. It was, oh, like, yeah. it was like, um, nation too sad to fuck even though that's what prince would have wanted exactly. <laughs> exactly. and i was like that's pretty much what happened i was pretty like much. supposed to go on this date and i was like
2: mm,
3: wah, wah, i'll just listen to Prince in my bed by myself <laughs> uh-huh. no midnight special for me
0: uh, exactly. you know, anyway wowzers what you been up to <coughs> well actually i got a few things to keep to uh, catch you guys up on in because uh, not just me, but the uh, the rest of the Red family, my girls too, got some updates. Um, so I'll start with them. Um, wifey was in a car accident.
3: Oh no! Yeah, she, okay? she was.
0: In, yeah, she's she's fine. Her back is sore, but other than that, um, she's fine. Yeah. The the car, um, <clears throat> it's drivable, but it is damaged. So it's it's st- you know what the guy is being a real stand up guy about it like he admitted it is his fault mm-hmm. the police ruled that it was his fault but he even before they ruled that he admitted it mm-hmm. so he's being very cooperative and be, and being very stand up it's right. still a, being a... but the the experience is still a pain in the ass huge you, it's still mm-hmm. a pain in the ass you know got to get the car repaired and all that stuff and estimates on the car and the wife you got to go had to go to the doctor and all this kind of stuff and so I had to pay out of the pocket for that and because um the 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 lady at the uh, place like oh yeah well you know we see this all the time and i recommend that you pay for it out of pocket because if you pay if you let it go through the insurance company it's going to be much more and then when they see it's a car accident it's a good chance that they will deny the claim and say you
3: you know the the
0: other people are supposed to pay for it because Mm -hmm. you know it's on them why are we paying for it and whatever and then it if it doesn't get taken care of, instead of coming out the pocket a couple hundred bucks, you could be stuck with a bill for a couple thousand. Mm-hmm. So, that sucked.
3: Who, who gave you that advice?
0: The manager at the, or at least the, I don't know if she's the manager, but the the lady that was at the urgent care when my wife went to mm. to get checked out afterwards. <coughs> but, um, so yeah, that was kind of crazy, whatever. So, of course, I got uncle in the case. And... Uh, he, he, he his parting words were don't let that don't let the that uh, don't let that judge judge you.
4: <laughs>
2: you ain't got to take that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tell that judge fuck you.
0: <laughs> Pretty much, but uh, so that's what's going on with wifey red, and then.
3: Might be
0: right. Got Don Don story, and uh, this is the first bad Don Don report I've had in a long time. Uh oh, long time, and it's a bad one too. So, Uh-oh. they they come in and hey, tell your daddy what you did. Tell your daddy what you did. <laughs> <Uh-oh>. <laughs> like That's I'm always like, like yeah, exactly right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like this is not good. Yeah. She's like, I, I, I. And you know, Danya speaks very well, except for when she's in trouble. Uh-oh. Of course. <laughs> she starts Ch- hemming, and, block. hemming and <laughs> Han and all that stuff. And so she finally gets it out that she kicked a boy.
3: <gasps> Ooh, gangster. And I'm like,
0: well, what did he... You know, uh, of course I'm assuming that he did something. So I'm already, we've already... You know, she used to get in trouble all the time for striking people and for hitting people Mm -hmm. when they've done little to nothing or, you know, Mm -hmm. even did something that's like, that's not your first move. It's first, you know, you're supposed to report it to a grown up, somebody Mm -hmm. on the yard or a teacher or, Mm -hmm. you know, some adult in authority there. And if they fail to take care of it and it happens again, then you're allowed to defend yourself. Mm -hmm. But that's the only time you're allowed to to hit somebody mm-hmm. and you're definitely not supposed to hit somebody first mm-hmm. so it's been a couple of years since she's had an incident so i'm happy about that but this uh, this oh my god this this was so egregious so come to find out she was playing a game on the yard mm-hmm. during break she uh Felt like they weren't playing the game correctly. Diane, I don't know if you guys know, she can be very pedantic about pretty much everything, mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, she got upset with them because they wouldn't play it the correct way. And I don't, I still don't know what what this game was. So she so she, she withdrew herself from the game and kind of went somewhere to sulk. Mm-hmm. Some other little boy who was not even playing the game mm-hmm. happened upon her and asked her how she was doing or something of that effect. And she got pissed off Oops. and just went off on him and kicked him. Mm. But just, just because she was mad and frustrated at those other kids. Uh-oh. Now,
2: this little boy wasn't Cat Williams by any chance.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, so,
4: this shit right here. <laughs> 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 this shit right here.
0: <laughs> He's like, and that's why he doesn't go to the playgrounds handing out money anymore, right? right, right. <laughs> you know, but yeah, so that that was, you know, so she's on a like two week punishment. Mm. Can't do anything. She can't. She can't do anything except homework and read. That's that, and clean, you know, clean her room and stuff like that. But she can't play with any toys. Mm. She can't play on the computer. She can't play on her leapfrog. She can't watch television. Well, the only, the only, she can't do anything, hmm. you know. No, um,
2: no more Ronda Rousey? Watching hmm. kickboxing. And, uh,
0: <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> but, uh, so, she, yeah, she can't do anything except the only thing that she can do in the evenings after all her chores and homework and stuff, she can watch television with us, but that's only because. Um, That's kind of like our family time, Mm -hmm. and... She's 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 still on. She's only seven. So I feel like it's kind of cruel on you. I don't want her like sitting in a room. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Full of toys that isolated. she can't touch or. Yeah. Isolated. Yeah. And she can't. So and she doesn't like any of the stuff that we watch anyway. So it's right. not really a treat for her. Right. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if it was up to her, she wouldn't even be in there. She would be on the computer. So it is punishment. So, so, yeah. <laughs> so in a way, it, it kind of sort of is a little bit. But yeah. So for two weeks, she uh, can't do anything. Only a few days into the punishment, her grandmother calls and asks, "Can she go to this dinner with the family and just, uh, for her her uh, It's for Danya's great grandmother, for uh, Shantae's dad's, for Shantae's grandmother on her dad's side." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and, and my wife is like, just, oh yeah, she get it. I'm like, uh, she's on, she's like, oh yeah, she's on punishment. she's like, well, and so then her and her mother proceeded to try to, um, talk me out of it and tell me, oh, well, this is a family event and this and that and whatever. I'm like, but no, this no, she loves going with her granny mm-hmm. and anything that she does with her granny is a treat for her. Yeah, right. right. You know, and I'm like, this is, like, too serious to me. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, it'd be different. And I'm like, she barely, she's not even a week into her punishment. Right. And I'm already going <laughs> to let her go off with her granny to mm-hmm. out to dinner somewhere. Mm-hmm, right. Like, mm No. Yeah.
3: Negative. Like, <laughs> you're so, in trouble, but not really. Mm-hmm. My <laughs> mother-in-law
0: said she understood, but she still tried to talk me out of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it turns out that the dinner ended up getting canceled anyway. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it doesn't matter because I wasn't going to change my mind. Yeah. Yeah. But,
2: well, that's a that's that's a good thing because you, you're supposed to you know when you set set a uh, uh, you know limits yeah right. you, you have to stick to them too many parents cave you know, cave yeah yeah and uh, you know the kids don't learn a lesson that way so that's that's uh, good for you man
0: yeah so tell that to the other women in the family though. <laughs> well they won't listen to me either <laughs> <laughs> well so but, I
2: I agree
3: with Weasel but mm-hmm. the only the only caveat or kind of um, mm-hmm. Exception I could think of. How old is the great granny? She's old, oh, okay. but so. Well, I'm just thinking more so <laughs> for you know, like the, how many more times does she have to see? I was thinking more so for the great grandmother. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know it is a treat for for Don Don, but I think more so like in you know sometimes like if the great grammy, granny was on her was really ill or something like that,
0: right? Well, I mean, obviously if the lady was on her deathbed, first of all, you wouldn't be going out to a restaurant right, to right, right, celebrate. Right. First <laughs> of all, you'd be going to a hospital and that's mm-hmm. kind of a whole different vibe. You know, that's a whole different right. situation. So, it's not like, "Oh, you're going out to this fun time with the family." Right. You're going to the hospital where a family member is on their deathbed. Right. That's
3: Well, I mean, like when my <laughs> da- when my dad was sick, we had a we had a family party for him and it was, you know, it was a celebration mm-hmm. of sorts, but it was also something that we held because we knew we weren't going to have that many more celebrations with him, so mm-hmm. you know that's all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm just, that's the only thing that I can that I would say would be an exception to your ruling.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, so yeah, my wife tried to play that card too, and I'm like, mm, I'm not really buying it. Sorry, she's not for Nobody said anything about her being on death's door or anything, so mm-hmm. you know, uh, nope. <laughs> you know. Try back in two weeks, <laughs> but uh, man, <laughs>
2: next week on a very special
0: shit. Oh, <laughs> But uh, so, and it's funny that right after our last episode, mm-hmm. we we had the uh, towards the end, we had the guy with the pedestrian rage, right? Mm-hmm. Talking, you know, right, he right. yells at the. So the very the very next morning, I'm on my way to work and a car almost runs me over again. Like I said, it happens all the time. Mm-hmm. So uh, I didn't I didn't get any pedestrian rage, which I, I normally don't. Mm-hmm. But I did. But this one was pretty egregious, this one here, because mm-hmm. the light was red for quite a while. Like, mm-hmm. I was almost on the opposite side of the street, mm-hmm. you know, and it was downtown, so it wasn't a small street. Mm-hmm. And so the light had been getting red for a minute, mm-hmm. and they weren't making a right turn. Mm-hmm. So why are you... Why is your car o- over like if I had if I had not been walking um on towards the 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 furthest line mm-hmm. they would have hit me like they yeah. came more than halfway to that second line yeah. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and so I stopped right in the middle of the street and I looked at the line and I pointed at the line mm-hmm. and I pointed at the red light mm-hmm. and I pointed back at the line and then I pointed at them, like, and did, like, this, like, mm. what is going mm-hmm. on with, like, mm-hmm. what is mm-hmm. the deal, mm-hmm. you know? And, like, wh-
2: just, ah, it's just these these people. You, you did the Dustin Hoffman, I'm, well, I'm walking here. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it was bad. It was so yeah. bad that when I, uh, as I got to the other side, my bus pulled up right after, and the bus driver saw the whole thing, mm-hmm. you know? And she was, like, just shaking her head, like, oh, my God, like. Yeah, these people are crazy out here.
2: Yeah, you know, you, you see that even w- when you're driving, it's like you, you're driving, and somebody like uh, on on the uh, on the, from the, uh, the 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 intersection,
4: mm-hmm.
2: it's like they speed through the stop sign, and then they stop,
4: mm-hmm. and it's
2: like whoa, you know, it's like you're supposed to stop behind the stop sign, right? And, and you know, you, you get nervous because you think is right. this person going to run the stop sign? Does yeah. he not see me? So you slow down, right? Right? And you create a hazard that. It, you know that mm-hmm. you could be in trouble for if someone hits you because right. you stopped suddenly when the light was green. You know, right, right. But right. Uh, yeah, people need to pay attention when
0: they drive. Yes, they do. Hmm. People, people, people suck. They sure do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, so we've talked about how I hate you know handicapped people. <laughs> oh lord. Well, in fairness to to me it's not all handicap people or handicap people in general
2: just it, most of them no it's it's just
0: the, the 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 wheelchair dudes in particular and it's not even all of those it's just it's a, uh,
2: does my dad get a pass
0: <laughs> yeah he gets a pass he gets a pass <laughs> but most most well, i wouldn't say mo, a lot i've run into a, quite a few mm. dudes in wheelchairs that that are dicks so mm. the, those are the ones that i'm generally referring to and mm. you know there's you know other people that i I hate you know old people and babies and those people in between the old
2: man. The, old man. You know. Generally the human race right 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 <laughs> but, but s- not everybody
0: some other people I hate though <laughs> who man the people on the trains and the public transport the buses whatever who don't respect other people's the other their other commuters uh their their space as far as they're like their like the, the sound, mm-hmm. you know those people who are sound polluters. Yeah, mm-hmm. that 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 there's this there's that old dude who he's wearing like an eight ball jacket mm-hmm. and he's got like a dry Jerry curl
4: <gasps>
0: and he's he's playing you know music from his smartphone all loud and thinks it's cool, you know, and he's like he's like bobbing his head. And I'm like on my I'm on my phone and with my headphones on trying to listen to a podcast or something like that. Mm-hmm. Whatever it is, I'm not trying to hear, you know, whatever he's playing on yeah. his it, Ready for the World. On his track <laughs> 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 What's good for the goose is <laughs> always good for the gander. Uh, oh Shayla, oh Shayla, oh Shayla. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not trying. To, even if I do like the song, if I, I want if I wanted to hear it, you I would be play it online, it. Right. You know why are you playing it all out? You know he's just like bobbing his head and he's looking at me like yeah, like this. i like I just start shaking my head like no, dude, no, it's it's not cool. Like like him that that dude I hate him. Then there, then there's, <laughs> then there's the, the gay dude who likes to sing like the Rihanna song or the Beyonce song, whatever, all loud, and so everybody on the train or whatever can hear. I, I hate that dude.
3: Well, he might get. You know, discovered on American Idol. Fuck or that! Something. Get discovered on your own time. <laughs> or RuPaul's Drag Race. Don't
4: get
1: this,
0: don't, don't get don't get discovered. Try to get discovered on my commute. Fuck that!
1: It's just a modern day version of the brothers with the big old boom box boom <laughs> boxes
0: on their shoulders, getting on the bus. Right, 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 <laughs> exactly. Right.
3: exactly. But how did they not notice that trend went out of style like twenty five years know.
0: ago? I don't know, <laughs> I don't but yeah, you on that. but yeah, that, that yeah, gay dude he likes to sing on the train, he, the, the the pharmacy line, like I, I, like dude. Shut the fuck up. But can like, he sing now? Uh, sometimes he can. I'm sure he can dance. Sometimes he can, but I, that's beside there the point.
2: I'm sure he's out there serving, honey. Serve. Slay,
3: bitch. Slay.
2: America's got talent, honey.
3: That's what you should say next time on the bus when he starts singing.
0: No, I shouldn't. Yes. Especially honey, not like yes.
3: that. <laughs> no, you should videotape it and be like, and see how he reacts. No. Slay, bitch. Slay. And then,
0: then there's the, the, old, the old drunk dude. Oh, you hate him too yeah I hate his ass it's, too cause he's on there he's like trying to preach or whatever he's doing he's he's doing all it, it most of the time he don't make sense yeah. pontificating or whatever and he just don't I'm like shh shh
5: shh yeah you know you
2: know ha, 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 he funny, hey, ha, he's he's on his way to oh, Denny's man. right <laughs>
0: <laughs> for a nap <laughs>
2: <laughs> maybe he's sh- gotta rest from all that preaching <laughs>
3: maybe you shouldn't take the bus with Ned the wino
0: uh yeah, well, if I had my own <laughs> private bus, it'd be a limo. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> oh man. Okay. So anyway, uh, this this episode actually was supposed to be a shiznit and chill episode, but because of the the unfortunate events that uh have precipitated this week, we are going. To, it's going to be a Prince tribute, and so this this week, um. We're gonna to have to do things a little differently. We're gonna change it up a little bit, shake it up, and we're gonna. This is, you know how like Barack Obama is Charlie Bell's president, and the city of L.A. is Charlie Bell's city. Yes. Well, Prince is Charlie Bell's Prince. Yes, he is. So I might have to dispute that one. Well, I would dispute all of them. Shit. <laughs> but that's not that's not she the point. Not in her mind, to Prince. In her mind, all these things hold true. And you cannot dispute them in her mind.
3: So,
0: with that said, we're going to turn it over. Thank you for
3: recognizing your limitations. To Charlie
0: Bell and let her uh, run this shit.
2: Uh, Charlie Bell is now going to take the place of our man.
3: (laughs) Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to get through this thing called life. Actually death.
4: <laughs> yes.
3: Yes, that too. Death is a part of life as our dearly departed brother Prince is mm. sadly reminding us. And you know, he left a lot of beautiful music and just an incredible mm. legacy for us to reflect on and cherish throughout the rest of our lives. What can we say about him? What can we what is there not to say? He icon, legend, uh Activist. Activist. activist.
5: Nigga, you gay <laughs>
3: Well, no, we're not going to say that. Questionable. <laughs> Androgynous. he mm-hmm. you know, he pushed he was a Limit he was a pioneer. Mm-hmm. He he transcended. He he transcended genres, genders, races, you know, he he transcended limits. He wasn't he, his creativity just transcended everything. So, I think that's what we want to just um spend some time just appreciating mm-hmm. and reflecting the beautiful mm-hmm. legacy that he's left here for mm-hmm. us. So as we launch off into this, have you all seen got, okay, first, please tell me that you all got to see him live.
2: I did. Mm-hmm. I did not. I did.
3: Oh, no. we need to pray for this brother. <laughs> Let's pray for weasel. Yeah, extra hard. Uh, you, you extra know, hard.
2: My, my, my thing. And you know, it was, uh, I, my big regret mm-hmm. was when he was out here doing the, uh, the, forum the shows. charity shows um, at the forum yeah. that I, I uh it was just one of those things where it was like I'm going to go I'm going to go I'm going to go and then it was over you know yeah. and uh I've you know I've seen live performances I've yeah. seen I had the uh I had the uh DVD uh, the Prince live DVD <laughs> mm-hmm. uh I saw sign of the times yeah uh I've seen you know Super Bowl performance of course so I've seen live performances mediated uh, through the screen yeah yeah <laughs> um but you know yeah i wish i wish i had yes you uh, do when when i had a chance yes you do honey yeah. yes you do i mean yeah <laughs> it, you it, you just expect you know that you're always going to have time that you know you'll always get a chance you know yeah Aww. and so you know where would you get start? to see him Cause he, well, can
1: what? we start with can you um i just am interested in know what your just overall reaction
3: was when you heard i mean like that for me a girl it, right Okay, my first reaction... It's a prank. Like, yes. That was
0: my first. Mm-hmm. I, was I was like, this prank. is some
3: bullshit. Somebody is trying mm-hmm. to have a non-funny-ass joke. Mm-hmm. I was mad. Mm-hmm. I was angry. Mm-hmm. And then I was just in shock. And I think the shock is still in effect. I still... I don't think the shock... I'm Like, even though his... His memorial was yesterday and, you know, the news reported that he's already been cremated. Mm-hmm. Like, I still don't really. I feel like in like a couple weeks, he's going to be like, psych, Paisley Park is on and popping. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's I don't it's too much. What was your reaction? Um, oh, my gosh. I don't.
1: And I'm, and what's weird about this reaction that I had is I'm not someone who gets really caught up in celebrity or even musicians or get star yet, yeah. but no, he Prince, transcends Prince celebrity. Is, he so he so much does, and Prince is personal for me because I'm from yes. Minnesota, oh, and yes. for, for yeah. us, he. Like, that's us. Yeah, he's your when community. I see Prince, I see home. You yeah. know what I mean? And for me, and I know we'll get into this in the show, yeah. he's touched every member of my family. I have some stories yeah. about, you know, my experiences and how we've all, you know, and so it's deep. It's really personal. So my sister... Minnesota knew before it broke national news. Yeah, and my sister called me, and I'm ha- carrying on a conversation with someone walking out the door. You know how you pick up the phone and you're talking mm-hmm. to someone, mm-hmm. and I'm like, hold on, I'm having a conversation. I'm pulling my bag out the door, and I get through the the the, the crosswalk or the crossway, and mm-hmm. and she um the and she says, I said, yeah, what's up? And she was like, do you know Prince died? And I said, what? You know, it was like I didn't hear her. Right. And when she said it again, my knees buckled. Yeah. I fell to my knees. I have never, and it was like this guttural. Yeah. I, I couldn't catch my breath, and yeah. I just damn, damn, damn! It was, damn. It was a Florida thing. It really was. Yeah, we all the,
3: the nation I, is ha- oh the world God. is having a Florida moment yes. right now. <laughs> yes, yes,
1: <laughs> legit, legit. Yeah. So that was that was myriam. She wanted to talk about it more. I was like, I, I can't talk to you. And yeah. for me, I'm a news junkie. Yeah. So anytime something when Michael died, when Whitney, I'm looking up. I'm I'm t- and I couldn't. I didn't want to hear anything. I don't want. I don't want to see reports. I don't. Yeah. I don't want to believe me this. Me too. This can't be it's, happening me too. It's just i i wasn't as shocked about michael or whitney but prince right. i've always expected to him to live into late life and i always yeah, expected we i would interview do. him one day i just always yeah so anyway
2: that was my reaction for sure i um <clears throat> my reaction was similar to what happened with uh 9-11 interestingly enough oh wow i was when uh when 9-11 happened uh it, my radio uh would wake me up um mm-hmm. uh, and so uh and back then, I listened to the howard Stern show, and when nine eleven happened i um it w- it was like i hear you know they uh, the way the stern show worked out here back then is they would they would do the show live from like three a m to six a m and mm-hmm. at six a m they would go to the uh they would do a uh, uh they would replay the show mm-hmm. um so i was like man this this is weird this sounds live <laughs> this hmm. this and this isn't funny <laughs> or, or it right. doesn't sound like they're trying to be funny. And right. then it slowly dawned on me, you know, what they were talking about. And the same thing happened with, with Prince. I, I was listening to a baseball game, and uh, three outs, and I switched the station to something else. And they said, you know, I, I hear rinse, rinse, Roger Nelson, you know. right? R- ro- and, yeah. and, and, and I'm like, uh, blah, blah, blah. Oh, yeah. I used, oh, when I heard uh, Purple Rain, blah, blah, blah. And when I heard this song, when I heard that song, mm-hmm. I'm like, why, 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 why did they say Prince Rogers Nelson right <laughs> I mean he, yeah right. yeah. Uh, and why are they talking about oh shit I, I need to go on Facebook right because <laughs> you, know, you know they were talking about because I guess they had already said it so yeah. they were just g- going it through was, their memories and right. I'm like this I, I hope this isn't what I think it is right and then I see all the R.I.P.s. Yeah. And I'm like, oh. And, and it, you know, my reaction, it, it was similar to the Michael Jackson reaction. It was like, oh, shit. Mm-hmm. You know, it was like I I was not, you know, when somebody's sick, you know, when Whitney died, you know, mm-hmm. I was expecting that. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, when Michael died, I didn't, I wasn't expecting it. When when Prince died, I really wasn't Nobody expecting was it. Nobody was expecting yet. it. Uh, and, um, you know, I, I, was, I was just shocked. I was... uh you know, for you know, I, w- I was in a, in a fog for a while. What about you, Dino? <clears throat> uh,
0: some, just a, like a combination of all you guys. Like I said, the very, very first thing that I, when I saw it was, okay, this looks like this must be a prank, whatever. So I immediately started to research it to find out it was, if it was legit. I, I first, first site that I went to was TMZ. I was like, damn, TMZ, they don't, mm-hmm. they don't fuck around like uh, this. Yeah. They're They're not gonna but you know I still was like well I'm like well maybe they they missed the boat on this one or you know hoping yeah so I went to like a few different places legit sources and they were all saying the same thing and I was like whoa yeah
3: when I saw it on the New York Times I was like okay it's real
0: yeah yeah I was like wow this is crazy it's like I hadn't felt that way since uh, probably with Tupac Tupac mm-hmm. for me was the one. Um, Michael and Whitney or whatever, mm-hmm. mm, you know, it was sad. And mm-hmm. but like like everybody, like uh, the Weasel said, kind of expected it with Whitney. Mm-hmm. Michael didn't expect it, but still not surprised. But still not surprised. Exactly. You know, um, there was enough dysfunctionality. Yeah, I, 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 I know when Mike
2: the, when Michael died, died, I was like, I expect, I kind of expected him to die young. young. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. young. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: And then with the uh, and then with Tupac, even though I expected him to die. I still didn't believe it, just because he'd been shot so many times before, <laughs> right. and I just figured, like, okay, you know, he, it. he, yeah, he'll he'll pull mm-hmm. through this mm-hmm. one uh, mm-hmm. again, like always. Right. Yeah. So, but then when Prince was like, because I, I hadn't heard that he had been ill or anything, so right. it just came out of nowhere for me, oh, like no. what, like what, ha- like what? Yeah. So yeah, it was kind of crazy. And I was uh, talking to, I was at lunch and I was talking to a friend. And I, I mentioned, you know, I was like, you know, about, about Prince Don or whatever. And there was a gentleman at the next table who hadn't heard yet. And he, he, he turned and he was like, mm-hmm. I could tell by the way he was like listening and looking in yeah. his mouth like he hadn't heard. Mm-hmm. And he, he was like, and I was like, yeah, yeah hang on. And he was like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, but did you just say Prince? I am like, yeah. I was like, yeah. Prince, the Prince, the musician yeah. Prince yeah. passed away this morning, yeah. you know, a couple hours yeah. ago. And he was like. He's like he immediately got on his phone and started like looking it up. Yep. I saw him looking it up, and then he started calling people and yeah. like, like yeah, he was. I don't know where he had been, but yeah, he, yeah. he hadn't heard.
3: Yeah, I was um. in a. Freaking dumbass conference on Thursday when it happened, and uh, I was sitting there and like you know just had my phone and people were texts were starting to come through Mm -hmm. and posts and this and everything. And I started looking around and like other people, you could tell who was paying attention to their phone and who was actually paying attention to the conference Mm -hmm. because like like people were looking around. I saw people like dabbing their eyes. Mm -hmm. I saw a a couple people got up and like left the room. And I mean, I I totally bonded with this lady at the conference. Like the we just. Pretty much dipped out like half the conference. I'm just surprised talking.
0: somebody just didn't stand up in the middle of the conference and go, "Oh Lord," you
4: know? it
0: yeah. just faint, you know? Yeah.
3: This this wasn't necessarily the prince constituency, but yeah, I was surprised too. I was surprised too. But um, I, I have to say, just like when we lose a member of our family or a, someone who's dear to us, I mean, he, first of all, he is dear to us. Like always will be because you know, even though he's a celebrity, he transcends that in the sense of what he's given us you know the personal significance. So I have so many memories, so many experiences that will forever be tied to his music. I mean, from all the live shows that I got to see that I'm blessed. I I the first big show that I got to see when I was a little kid was the 1999 tour with Prince the Time and Vanity 6. Yeah. And from that moment on, I knew I was the coolest motherfucker in Ever. the 4th grade. Like coolest I was motherfucker. <laughs> cool. I was the shit. I never questioned my
4: <laughs> <Yep.
3: coughs> yes. And so um I got to see him at Coachella two thousand eight. I got to see him at the forum. I got to see him in Vegas at the ball at the Latin ballroom. I mean I've just been like the thing about his experiences and I'll say the Coachella they all were peak experiences. They all were literally transcendental spiritual moments where you like really you feel in communion with the music, with the creativity, with the love, with the crowd. It's a powerful experience to be in his presence when he's performing. but the Coachella to me, that was like a moment I will never forget because Coachella. You wouldn't think that Coachella is necessarily the crowd for Prince. And I will never forget looking out over the Coachella crowd, seeing motherfuckers with mohawks, you know, like um, new wave, yeah, tattoos, rockers, new wave kids with, mm-hmm. um, you know, platforms and glow sticks and, yeah. you know, hippies, old people, black people, Latinos, Asians everybody turning the fuck up of yeah. their life it was the lifetime turn up and like everyone was just in perfect tune and communion with prince and yeah. it's just it just i was like i just had like i just remembered thinking you know what prince is universal mhm prince is universal
1: um you know, what about the personal experiences like um you mentioned that hey. <laughs> well
3: i mean i definitely have made some amazing good love to (laughs) to (laughs) Prince songs. Uh, I mean, honestly, Prince, I feel like Prince helped awaken my sexuality. Like, Mm. Prince was so sexy, (laughs) but he also was, like, so... Slinky and ambiguous with it, it wasn't always just like sometimes it was in your face. Yeah, Yeah,
2: Yeah. uh, he's the reason we have the parental advisory stickers He sure the hell is. Mm -hmm.
1: Well, I know for a lot of women, he is one of the few men who is five feet, one inch tall, (laughs) Uh, five, two, in five, three, dripping wet in heels, (laughs)
4: 105
1: pounds, with makeup on Mm -hmm. and a perm. That could get it, could get it, mm-hmm. but
3: Prince can get Prince, it. No, Prince got it. got it. Yeah, oh, <laughs> Prince did get it. <laughs> at I mean, not all for me. Yeah, like, like, not for me. From, oh no, but I'm just saying. like always. he was a le- with the most beautiful yeah. girls in so, the world. The Legendary always, womanizer. Saying
2: he's a sexy motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah. Yes,
3: yes, <laughs> yes <for> sure <laughs> sexy motherfucker. Yeah. So yeah, let's talk about some of the women he's dated. Kim Basinger. Vanity, Apollonia, Mm -hmm. Sheila E., Misty Copeland, the ballerina.
5: Rumors.
1: They both denied it, and she's got a fiance, and she was a fiance when she danced for Prince, but you know he
3: probably knocked the boots. Uh, Right. Nona Gay. Nona Gay. Yeah, Marvin uh, Gaye's daughter.
2: Uh, yeah, she he rumored yeah, got, got him. She got yep. yeah. Yeah, you, you guys know the story about Nona Gay that uh, apparently they were dating pretty heavily, and she thought that you know Prince was going to marry her. Yeah. And then one day, you know, she he invited her to a concert, and yeah she uh, she notices she notices a big you know engagement ring on well, one of the, on the dancer that eventually became prince's wife my tay yeah my tay and she you know after the show she went down there and confronted him and she said he was defensive and you know and all that and then that was it <laughs> that was the last time she talked to him mm, Cold yeah
0: yeah he definitely had that side he yeah. definitely could be a dick that's yeah. for sure yeah,
2: yeah. i mean yeah. and he and he stole and he stole vanity from rick james
4: <laughs> was
2: about yeah. That. yeah yeah because rick james said that he was uh that that uh um you know he had basically had vanity in line to be the lead singer of the mary jane girls mm-hmm. and uh you know prince had prince had opened for rick james right and prince had you know according to rick james <laughs> prince was stealing his moves
3: well he swaggered jacked his whole <laughs> yeah. swagger yeah. that's yeah. what he's yeah. saying yeah. yeah
2: and uh <laughs> so you know at the American Music Awards one day Prince showed up with vanity or
3: I <laughs> <Yeah>. uh-uh. uh-uh. <laughs> oh, took some. I got yeah. something took- he's like yeah. but I'm a change <laughs> bitch
2: <laughs> he said Prince Prince could uh, Prince was the only guy who could dress like a girl mm-hmm. steal your girl mm-hmm. and yep. then steal her clothes mm-hmm. and steal her girls and steal her girl still his girl's best friend <laughs> right <laughs> yes right
3: I wouldn't doubt it yeah um so. Yeah,
1: um you may not know that. Um, remember Wendy and Lisa, of course. The group. Well, Wendy's twin sister, Susanna, who was, Susanna Susanna Susanna, who was the mm-hmm. the one of the lead singers in the family, mm-hmm. which is "The Screams of Passion." What the Screams I, of my, Passion. The Screams of. The Screams of. Okay. Anyway, um, <laughs> told you it was going to be lights, camera, action today. But yeah, she was engaged to him. Okay. Yeah. She okay. was briefly engaged to him. So. Yeah. 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 It, it, it
2: was it, it, one of the things I, I find interesting is. Um you you can tell like uh, a lot of the news reports. You can tell that people like Prince didn't begin until Purple Rain. <laughs> oh, it's, 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 can, it's, can we talk, Can we talk about
3: that right now? Let us talk about that here, right now because I was getting mad and angry at the TV mm-hmm. because. Like They're like, Purple Rain, Purple Rain, Purple Rain. I'm like, what the fuck? First of all, I mean, look, I love Purple Rain Mm. just like everybody else, just like Mm. every red-blooded American. But Purple Rain was far from his best album. Not even Mm. close. So what are you guys' favorite Prince albums? Purple Rain. (laughs) Uh, Okay, let's say top three or top five.
0: Top three, five albums. Uh, Purple Rain, Sign of the Times, Diamonds and Pearls. Yeah, I don't know. I, it, I'd have to say probably those are some of them. <laughs> mm-hmm. Three of them no, in no particular order. Mm-hmm. Oh, 1999.
1: Yeah. 1999.
0: My favorite is Parade. I love um, Parade. Yeah, Parade. Yeah, Parade. And then I
1: would say, and, and I can't. I really can't choose, but somewhere between Sign of the Times and um, 1999 and Purple Rain are all out there, but um, definitely Parade and then probably Sign of the Times. All right.
2: mm-hmm. The only reason I'm not gonna say Purple Rain is because I played Purple Rain so much it you know right. it, it got fucked out in my brain. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 it was like But uh yeah, uh you know, nineteen ninety nine controversy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um and then um um Around the World in a Day. Yes, I I love Around the World in a Day. Isn't
3: that the most underrated Prince album? I think. I I don't know if it's the most
1: underrated, but it's definitely great. Yeah, it's definitely great. The Ladder, Temptation, yeah,
2: Yeah. so many. Yeah, yeah. Pop Life. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's and it's it's Raspberry mm Beret. It's like music gumbo, really. Yeah, it really is. Because it's 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 pop. It's 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 really hard bluesy rock. Mm Isn't Condition Uh, of the Heart on there? Yes, yeah. I believe so. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, and, and the, it was funny because I hadn't thought about that album in years, and then after after Prince died, I just I, I kept hearing the song "Temptation" in my head over and over Temptation again. Temptation, <laughs> working that body. Yes, yeah. Uh,
4: so that yeah, you know. <laughs> right.
2: But definitely, uh, definitely Parade and Love Sexy. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm. with, so I, I oh, in in the Symbol album. Yeah. The symbol album, yeah, that, that's, that one, that one for me, that that was like, um, you know, I, I, uh, I, I, I didn't catch that one. I caught that one in a strip club. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <You Yeah. know? laughs> it was like they kept playing "Sexy Motherfucker" over again, over and over again, yeah. and I'm like, whoa, this song. <laughs> yeah, because I think it was the first song I uh, that I had heard from Prince where he had like a full horn section. Because mm-hmm. uh, normally the, the the synthesizers they 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 mm-hmm. took the place of the horns, right. and it was like a, a fuller sound. It was like one of the most most full sounds that yeah. I'd heard uh, on a Prince album when he's playing uh, rhythm and blues, you know. And uh, I was like, whoa! And then I, I had to go out and get, <laughs> I had to go out and get the symbol out. The album. love symbol now, yeah, Now, he yeah, wants now, to add now add love it's called to love, it, yeah. But it, love, was. it. <laughs> <laughs> love it, yeah, yeah.
1: It did spell out Prince though.
2: Oh, it did. Mm-hmm. No. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, that was the no, song a, where the, the symbols spelled out like if you we used to show people. Oh, really? I, I, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it spelled out his name. Well, that that was uh, <laughs>
2: and that and that that's the, the first song. The first song on the album was "My Name Is Prince." Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, I'm <laughs> <funny. Yeah. laughs> And he he has like I, I think that's the I don't know if that's the first time he, he he sampled stuff, but you could hear him sampling his own stuff in in that in that song because he's sampling. I want to be your lover, and he mm-hmm. was like, I want to yeah. be, you want to mm-hmm. be, your, you know, yeah. you hear that in there. Yeah, and um, so yeah, those are those are my favorite uh, yeah. albums. Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I just thought of. Um, I think okay, I think we should after this, we're gonna share some more memories, but I think we should jump into some music real quick. But I, real, real quick, one memory that popped up when you said that mm-hmm. is that um, I'll never forget in maybe it was a college or something like my friend jerome was the i thought i was the biggest prince fan to ever walk the face of the earth like jerome is we had one like our we had a mind meld over Mm -hmm. just our love for prince right Mm -hmm. and it's so funny because he was just like a super smart guy and his mom was like the sweetest lady and she was so funny and just she was almost um like annoyingly miss positivity and like annoyingly like look on the bright side Mm -hmm. glass half full that lady right and so i'll never forget like one time over spring break she was like oh yeah jerome i really love that new prince song that i heard (laughs) and it's so positive it's so great and And we were like what what is she talking about and he's like she's like oh you know the song it goes do do
4: <laughs>
3: she goes, count, count your blessings. blessings.
5: No, she said, count your blessings. Count your <laughs> blessings. Yeah, we were like, oh. Hilarious. But you that's know, the, wow.
3: funny,
2: the, funny is, like, is, the funny thing about that is like, the funny thing about that is the prince of the last six or seven years would probably change the words to count your blessings. Yeah.
3: <laughs> right. Yeah. I think he probably would. have.
2: Yeah. yeah. he like, oh, that's a great idea. I think right. I'll do that.
3: Right. That's
2: true. <laughs> Um.
3: So let's start talking about some of our favorite songs. Let's take a time to. Uh, do you want to get into some of the songs now? And uh, I
1: want to, can I really quickly before we go to the song?
3: Sure. Because we might go past that and I come back. Can I just really
1: quickly say, <laughs> Prince? Really quickly, I just want to tell my really cool family connection with the whole Prince thing. Not past the fact that he's from Minnesota. Um, my father gave him his first concert. He he he. He played for my father. His first group when he was 13 years old Mm -hmm. was called Grand Central Station. I believe uh, Andre Simone was in it, (coughs) Jesse Johnson. My father Mm -hmm. started and uh, another gentleman started the first um, chemical dependency treatment center for our Mm -hmm. African Americans in the country and he did that and he had a foundation called the roads and prince's young group mm-hmm. played for them and my father is very close with his stepfather and so he remembers when he was 18 and his mother took him to new york and he mm-hmm. got that first deal and mm-hmm. played all of the al- all mm-hmm. of the um instruments on his album but my brother play uh was uh one of prince's dj's oh, so okay. he played Dope. at glam slam and I thought he got it through working at the club. Um, be, ended up playing multiple, multiple um, sets at Prince Prince's house at mm-hmm. Paisley Park Studios at the like, kind of impromptu mm-hmm. parties he'd have there all the time mm-hmm. for the locals. Um, I worked at Glam Slam, mm-hmm. so that was a club that I worked at. My sister went to high school with him. Mm-hmm. He graduated the year before her, but uh, my sister graduated with Jerome, mm-hmm. and she used to kick it with them, mm-hmm. like with Jerome and Prince. And she mm-hmm. taught she re- she ta- shares memories of how great a basketball <laughs> player he was, yeah. and how he sure. was just the ultimate. brother, like the Doritos thing, everybody who knew him Mm -hmm. when that was in Purple Rain understood he really loved burritos. Like Doritos and basketball, like Prince was just a true brother. You know what I'm saying? So all of those. And I remember from Glam Slam, I was a hostess at the club. I remember the naked booty parties. That's what I called them. That he'd throw upstairs, private parties, women running around naked and whatever they were doing up there. I was too young to know about it. but So it's just such a connection for our family Mm -hmm. and for all of us. My brother owned every album Mm -hmm. up through... um, passed about when the black album when a lot of mm. people didn't have it yeah. he had that in every single album and that's where i fell in love with prince because mm. my brother would play everything the b-sides and everything. i'm like oh my god yeah. i just love this so that's that's yeah. why I love it, was,
2: it, it was funny we were talking about his love of basketball i i heard heard something that uh, during one of his concerts it was he was playing during the nba finals i don't remember which one mm. and uh, he had them put a, a monitor backstage that the game was playing <laughs> while he was while he was performing. So he'd go and you know, everyone when he'd go yes. off stage he'd go catch some Even of the action right. before he'd go back on. <laughs> and so then
4: sad. he
2: and then he had some of the uh uh oh god what do you call the roadies mm-hmm. uh uh put on big cardboard uh cardboard signs that had the score, the time and score Sweet. of the game and they would hold it up and he would look at it and then I
1: love it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's awesome That's yeah, really yeah.
2: awesome
3: Yeah, so let's start with and we're, we'll Let's go around and each say a couple of our You know, favorite Prince songs mm-hmm. And just vibe on that okay. But I think let I'd like to kick it off with the song That started it all for me okay. And that has never gotten old mm-hmm. And I still grew to it Every time it comes on Okay Hit it, Dino
1: Hey, hey. Do we get to sing? I mean
0: <laughs> No <laughs> if your name's not Prince, you don't get to sing.
3: So this is the song that began it all for me. I remember my sister coming home, my older sister coming home with this album and just me looking at the cover and just being like, oh my God, this man is beautiful. And the song <laughs> is beautiful. And it's just so funky. And like to this day, like the songs that I vibe to the hardest are just like the funky songs. Like the Prince had rock, soul, gospel, jazz. You name blues, it Blues, country uh-huh. You name it He had Classical. everything Classical But it's always that funk That thread of funk That brings you back And that just really You know It's like Nobody had it like Prince Nobody did it like him Nobody will do
2: it again <laughs> Anyway This particular song Was a love song To Patrice Russian. Yes Prince had a crush on At the time yes. Another and, musical genius Yeah yeah. For those of you who don't know Patrice Russian Was a uh, well known for she was basically uh, uh, child uh, yeah, a child prodigy. Yeah, uh, child prodigy. She was. Uh, I didn't
1: she, know that. I yeah. only knew her for that one song. Yeah. She had all
3: the braids in her hair. Yeah. Forget
2: me not. Yeah, that's yeah. all I know. But of no, her. she's
3: still a prolific composer and wow. producer to this day. That's yeah. amazing.
2: Yeah, she went to Lock High in Los Angeles, and she was she was in the band there. Lock High at, at one time was like one of the best high school bands in the country, okay. and she was that's where she that's where she came out yes. of. And Prince, this song, and it uh, there's another song on that album where it's it's supposed to be. Oh, oh I feel for you. So? Oh, oh I feel for you them. was uh, another uh, another love song mm-hmm. to Patrice Russian. Mm. Mm. So let's yeah. go into that one. Real quick. I feel for you. Yeah, is that one of your favorites? Yeah. Uh, well, it. yeah, it is. But I mean, oh, <laughs> that's no. not the one I was gonna yeah, go no. with. Okay, but, uh, go with the one you wanna go with. Um, yeah. well, um, uh, uh, oh, I see it right there. Let's let's go with Bambi. Now, this is just Prince. There's there's he's playing all the instruments.
4: 27.
2: Um He said that uh, he was inspired by Stevie Wonder uh, to play all all the instruments on his own. Um when this song came out well, 1978, 1979, uh black people didn't play rock. <laughs> uh, and uh, you know, and I think that's one of the reasons why his first few albums didn't do so well on the pop charts because they didn't know where to categorize. They didn't know where to categorize him. Um, and, but this song, I, I remember um, back in 1980 or '81, uh, Prince got booed off the stage at the Coliseum. He was opening for the Rolling Stones. Right. And uh, he was, you know, he was in his underwear. Uh, Man, was, mankini. yeah, his mankini. Uh, it was from the Dirty Mind uh, di- the during era. the Dirty Mind period. And you know, people had never heard of him. In fact, I, I remember uh, in the Herald Examiner they, they said uh, uh, the band the band Prince <laughs> we were on the stage. <laughs> and they, they had not heard of him, and um, and the Rolling Stones actually they they were they, they had a pretty good uh, record of. Putting, if they thought a black person was talented, they would put them on their shows to get them more exposure. A lot of times, it was shit, all the black people they stole from, they better
3: put some <laughs> well, black folk on. <laughs> yeah, usually, usually,
2: it was blues musicians. But right. you know, Prince w- was one of them. And uh, my buddy at the time, Leland, he said, "Man, Prince should have rock. Prince has rock. Prince should have jammed this right away." You know, before they started giving a, before they had a chance to boo him. But uh, this this song actually yeah, so this is this is I think an unusual uh song for that
0: period for mm-hmm, Prince. So mm-hmm. nice. Yeah, I've never heard i never heard that one before. Oh yeah, man, yeah, that's
3: great. I love that's that great. song. Prince always did what the fuck he was gonna <laughs> do. That's what up. we love. Yeah. Prince he, changed he was the rules. authentic, mm-hmm. he was original, he did himself mm-hmm. and he's nobody. Can do prints but He prints. changed yeah. the
2: rules And did what he wanted to do He's mm-hmm. he in love with God That's the only way Because you and I know We got to die something.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
2: yes You can <Kenda>,
3: do what You <coughs>
1: i just think it's totally unfair to ask any prince fan what their favorite song is i you think know, that's impossible just, but just, just throwing some things out you, you know, know. Uh, we saying this I is like. your absolute I know, favorite i just know one that you want to hear right now the impossibility <laughs> of, oh one i want to hear right now while yeah, i talk about all. it is you can uh, uh, who knows just, just, just pick one girl either the beautiful ones or sometimes it snows in april one of those two would be my top two we're gonna end with sometimes it snows in april so, so do we'll, the beautiful ones yeah. then um uh, but just to throw some out, obviously, like you said, wanna be your lover, um, when doves cry, uh, there's, I'm, I'm really a B-sides kind of, or mm-hmm. the, 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 the songs that were not hits for mm-hmm. him are really the ones I like. And when doves cry like you, like the same thing with Purple Rain, it kind of got played, everything on there kind of got played out for mm-hmm. me mm-hmm. when it hit mainstream. Mm-hmm. And one of my other favorites was um, "If I Was Your Girlfriend." Oh, yeah. but, Mine too. And, and it was my favorite for at least a year and a half mm-hmm. to, uh, until it really hit the mainstream, and then they mm-hmm. started just overplaying <laughs> it on the radio. Yeah. Let's play that one right so, now. It's right there in the middle. Oh, I want to hear beautiful ones. I always hear "If I Was Your Girlfriend." Let's start with this one because we can find <laughs> okay.
2: it. Okay. Yeah, I, I remember Dean and I used to talk about this song a lot.
1: Yeah, I, I, I absolutely love this, yeah. but then it just kind of got box, too box, much so play. And just, then "New Position," one of
2: my favorites too. I think this is one of his better lyrical.
4: Mm-hmm. Uh,
2: yeah. Because you know, basically it turns the tables on, on male and female relationships. Yeah. You know? It's like the, how women open up to other women in a way that they don't open up to their men. It's yeah. like, yeah. you know. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, this, this, and this, this,
1: this whole album is just sick. Oh, yeah. Sign yeah. of the Times, you know, he's talking about epidemic, yeah. gang violence, and all of that. Yeah. Starfish and coffee, yeah. adore. I, mean, I it, mean, it just it just goes on.
3: Yeah, that was <laughs> definitely a, one of his creative creative peaks where yeah. it, he brought it all together mm-hmm. with everything on that album was pretty much perfection. Yeah, yeah. and um, and lyrically, some of my favorite songs, my friends, are yeah. ones he actually wrote for other people. But, but yes, this song is oh, so tender. Baby. He loved this lady. I was
5: your best friend. The search.
3: Would you let me Go to the search.
5: Take care of you. Um, I do all yeah, well, that only the some of the, um, the ones
1: that he wrote for other people that I love oh, while they're looking for the beautiful ones would be a lot of songs written for the time. The Walk, get mm-hmm. Jigalos' Get Lonely Too, mm-hmm. um, all the, you know, Ice Cream Castles. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, Jiggle getting Lonely Too. That's another one where. A juxtaposition. Yeah. Where you're know, you know, it's like, you know, this all this dude does. But yeah. he's like, yeah, but I, you know, I'm empty. <laughs> And but, yeah. and, but uh, another thing I loved
1: about him was just like musically complex songs mm. that like changed like would just switch up in the middle. You you know sometimes his songs were just so unexpected. Like you grow to figure out there's a chorus coming and mm-hmm. this is coming. But for him, like with songs like Computer Blue mm-hmm. and um, New Position, it was like kind of a yeah. mind yeah. blow. So, yeah,
2: Computer Blue he wrote. Uh, his father wrote did yeah.
1: yes, he, Dad. And,
2: and they you know they rearranged that, it because uh, I think. Uh, I think in the movie *Purple Rain*, when he's going through, when he's going through the the uh, the music, that the sheet music, music. Yep. you know, says, "I never wrote anything down."
4: So, yeah, like, I'm a yeah, idea. right.
2: <laughs> uh,
4: can
2: you pause for a
3: second?
5: Well, then can we just hang out? I mean...
0: I will say this. Uh, I'm gonna start with the the song that was my introduction to Prince. I actually have a little story that that kind of precedes 1999. 1999 was the first time I actually heard like a Prince song and knew I was listening to Prince. Well, actually, I, okay, let me start from the beginning.
4: <laughs>
0: the first, first, my first, first memory of Prince was or a conversation about him, whatever, was when my father came to me and asked me if I knew there's some guy out and, you know, he was singing about, you know, he said he looks like he could be uh, mixed because we didn't say biracial or anything back then he looked like he could be mixed and he said something about he didn't know if he was black or white and he said something about, you know, if he was straight or gay and this and that
2: (laughs) Sound like he heard controversy That was was the song Yeah, Yeah, that was the
0: song, obviously but I didn't, you know, I'm like I'm thinking, like, why are you asking me this? You don't allow me to listen to this stuff. You know, for those of you who don't know, I grew up in a hyper-religious home or whatever, and Prince was definitely the devil music. So he was more devil music than most. So he was definitely off-limits. And that's pretty much my only context of Prince at the time was, you know, was that. And so um, I think from... People at school, whatever. I kind of had an idea that it might, it sounded like he was talking about controversy, but I I really didn't know, and I just was like it, like wondering like Why are you asking me? Mm-hmm. Wherever you saw it, I'm sure they would like have the artist name or whatever. Like I don't even understand why you're bringing this to me. But anyway, that was the first time you know my first kind of conversation about him. But there was a a guy from the church, whatever, who used to um, go there. Younger guy, but but older older than me. And uh, one day he was giving me a ride home mm-hmm. and uh, the dude's name was Urit and he used to go by Eric but his name was Urit and he was playing 1999 I didn't know what it was and he's playing this and, and Urit he had a sports car he used to drive really fast and he's driving real fast and going in and out of traffic and he's playing this and I'm like that is the coolest song I have ever heard in my life. I was like, what is that? So I finally I had to ask, I was like, hey man, what, what is this song? And he was like baffled that I didn't know Prince, right? right, like, right. He was like, what do you mean? What I'm mean like, this song, What? who is this singer? What is it? He was like, this song right here? I was like, yeah. This shit right here? Yeah, he's like, <laughs> you don't know who this is? I was like, no, who is it? He was like, this is Prince. I was like, this is Prince? He was like, yeah.
3: I was like, the devil, dude? <laughs> <laughs> the biracial gay straight?
0: <laughs> I was like, wow. That's funny. And uh, yeah, that was my introduction to Prince, man.
3: You're like, good old Satan might not be so bad? <laughs>
0: That's funny. Uh, Prince probably really objected to being
2: called Satan. Yeah, (laughs)
3: especially especially towards the
2: end. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But no,
3: but in the beginning, he was so playful with it. Like, his whole thing was like, I'm not going to fit into your boxes. I'm not going to fit into your expectations. You know, I'm going to... play I'm gonna do me and I'm gonna put it out there on my own terms and fuck you if you don't like it. Man. And I don't care if your name is Warner Brothers or the church or whoever, like, you know, Ronald Reagan. He was like, fuck you if you don't like it. And well, that's.
0: I didn't know at the end that he got so. Religious? So religious. Yeah, yeah, I was, uh, until after he died, actually, I didn't know it. I was, you know, like everybody else, looking up different things and, you know, uh, and, uh, reminiscing. And I ran across a, uh, a Kevin Smith uh, oh, yeah. Kevin Smith speech at a, like a college mm-hmm. and uh, one of the students asked Kevin Smith about a documentary that he did for Prince that's you know never seen the light of day mm-hmm. and so Kevin Smith goes into, if you ever have a chance look it up it's, it's very funny mm-hmm. uh, it's also one of those stories that shows how what a Dick Prince is <laughs> but or could be but um, it's it's 30 minutes long but it's hilarious Kevin Smith if nothing else is a, is a good storyteller story yeah. Yeah. he's very entertaining with the story so even though it's 30 minutes it's about Prince and it's very funny And it's a trip But he mentions You know in, in his conversations And dealing with Basically like Prince Is like He's at one point He like, feels like Prince is ministering to him and, and like witnessing to him Or whatever And so I, I was like That was I was like wow I didn't know he had gotten that You know you know re- Religified toward the end Or whatever Or yes. you know Or later on I should say
2: yes. And
0: uh well, Yeah it's a very interesting Story though
2: Well there, there was always Always religious uh, Christian overtones. Yes. Yeah and his uh, music. Yes, right, music Right Yeah Even, even in controversy
3: yeah. Anti-Christian well, Anti-Christ Yeah well Yeah
2: 1999 yeah. It's about It's about the end of the world well, Yeah you know? it's about that yeah. yeah And the latter is talking
3: the about, the Yeah the ladder Yeah, yeah. about he Jacob's always, ladder Yeah Yeah he always woven. Yeah and that, well, was, and that was part of what my like sexual awakening like he always was mixing the sacred with the profane you yeah. know he always dichotomy. mixed the sacred with the profane he's always like mm-hmm. mixing mm-hmm. spiritual ecstasy with, mm-hmm. with you know physical ecstasy mm-hmm. erotic ecstasy yeah. like it was all one big thing
2: yeah. well that that was one of the reasons why I like uh, I liked uh, temptation so much because it it kind of it, it kind of uh Encapsulated, You know, uh, the, the, sa- the sacred and, and the mm-hmm. spiritual, yeah. which is what I was dealing with when I was, you know, in my early 20s when, mm-hmm. when that came out with it mm-hmm. uh, came out. Um, but uh, yes, as far as. Uh, uh, yeah, he was a Seventh-day Adventist and uh, and um, his uh, and, and he, he converted to uh, Jehovah's Witness mm-hmm. because of Larry Graham. Mm-hmm. Larry Gang, Graham is a former bassist for uh, for uh, uh, a Sly and the Family Stone, and
3: yeah, and, his and in Graham, in Graham, Graham Central, Central. Station, mm-hmm. um, and also
2: one of his own musical idols. Mm-hmm, yeah. yeah, once again, heavy guffar, guitar, guitar, uh. mm-hmm. mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
4: yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: One thing this song really highlights too is his range. Yeah, because yeah. you you hear so much that I want to be your lover. Those very high, but
3: mm. he has a very very low <laughs> register. Yeah, he's got a nice Yay. deep baritone. That's and, how he and, got your girl. Yeah, <laughs>
2: <laughs> and the biggest irony is he hated the, the reason he sings falsettos because he hates the sound of his voice. Yeah, <laughs> it's crazy, yeah. but yeah. it's so beautiful. Yeah. yeah,
3: and then here's another one
1: in this song. It's like temptation. It's almost oh. like singing about temptation which is like one of the deadly sins mm-hmm. and but yeah. then he has almost like this god-like voice when yeah. he's singing yeah it. Yeah, yeah and you there's know? a
3: gospel like, like riff going yeah.
2: on yeah. there's a whole go- i mean he's well, you know, and then there's yes. a, at the end there's a dialogue between him and god uh-huh. you yeah. know uh-huh. about, yeah. about about the conflict exactly. going on within and within him yeah yes within us as within human us beings. yeah yeah for sure it's it's or you, you can make an argument it's, it's the id versus the ego uh, absolutely as, as well yeah. you know. absolutely the devil the angel on my
3: shoulder, <laughs> but um, in a, yeah. So again, his guitar—like we all know—he was a virtuosic musician, mm-hmm. and you know, we just take his guitar playing for granted. But sometimes, until you either really deeply listen or until you see him live, you don't realize what a virtu— you know, what what a you know virtuoso he was. Mm-hmm. And so, one of my favorite um kind of mem- memories or reminiscences about Prince. Is that somebody asked Eric Clapton, like, well, what does it feel like to be the greatest living, you know, guitar player yeah. alive? And he's like, I don't know, Ash Prince. <laughs> <laughs> That's right.
2: Yeah. He he had already gotten over himself with uh, Hendrix. He, yeah. He,
3: yeah. yeah. Well, Hendrix was dead at this point. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well,
2: you, you remember that story where like Hendrix uh, was invited to play up with play with Eric Clapton, and Clapton brought him up as a favor to uh, Hendrix's manager. Uh huh. And Hendrix got up there and started jamming and Eric Clapton left the stage as uh, he pissed should. off as he should <laughs> and, he t- and, and the manager said what's wrong what's wrong he said you didn't tell me he was that fucking good
3: yeah <laughs> like how you don't upstage me a Marvel show yeah underestimated the brother
1: and I love that that's one of the things I love the most about Prince and this is why I personally it's my personal opinion think he's is the greatest artist that ever lived and that it trumps Michael for the reason that he's so well rounded he is an amazing writer they're talking about there could be a vault of over a Thousand songs, yeah. If they just the songs were just pouring out of him, it was such a gift. But then he can play twenty seven instruments. Right, um, he can so sing much. his butt off. His right. his range is crazy sick. Right. And then he can dance his butt off. So it's like yep. you're mixing. Fred Astaire and James Brown with Jimi Hendrix right. with you
3: know Luther Vandross. Right. And, I mean, you know what I mean. It's like all that wrapped in one. Yeah. Well, right. from one from one genius to another, Miles Davis said that about Prince. Miles Davis said the Prince combined James Brown, wow. Al Green, Marvin Gaye, oh and my Charlie God.
2: Chaplin. That. Charlie like Chaplin that. I not even know that yes. The comparisons that I, I, I've heard uh, Charlie Chaplin? Yeah, yeah because dancing, Charlie Chaplin
3: Well, not, yeah, the dancing, mm-hmm. the showmanship But also the way that he would slyly Kind of send up social norms mm-hmm. and politics Charlie mm-hmm. Chaplin was very political mm-hmm. You know, but he always was like Doing it in a sly way yeah. You know, he mm-hmm. was like the you know, yeah. Okay,
2: it. yeah. I, I, I've I've heard him um, compared to Sammy Davis Jr. Mm-hmm. As far as uh, Sammy Davis Jr., the only thing that Sammy could do that Prince couldn't do was act. <laughs> right, yeah, uh, yeah right. <laughs> but mm-hmm. but it, it, you know, and, and Sammy wasn't the songwriter. But as far as a uh, performer, uh, Sammy Davis Jr. could play several instruments. Uh, he was self-taught, uh, and he could dance. Yeah. Uh, he I mean he could do everything, and
3: uh, he started yeah, off dancing.
2: Yeah, and Mozart. I yeah. think uh you know Prince is a, a, a well, is a modern day Mozart Absolutely. as far yeah. as you know go from uh you know a guy who uh I think uh um he did a he, uh, Stevie Nicks wrote a song where she was inspired by Little Red Corvette mm-hmm. and uh she called Prince up and you know basically told her his, his you know uh, told him her idea and he was like he, he was like you, you don't you it's not stupid is it he said no and the next thing you know he shows up at the recording studio nice. mm-hmm. and nice. <laughs> he gets on the synthesizer and you know plays uh the 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 song mm-hmm. that you know she had just told him about <laughs> wow. awesome and she's like i've never been able to find anyone who's able to play Mm. What he put down mm. She said I can't even get two people mm. To play it at the same time And this mm. guy just comes in here for 25 minutes wow. And lays down some, basically what's perfect I think it's called Stand Back I think that's the Stand song Stand Back wow. yeah. Yeah. In the middle of
3: the
2: night. <laughs> yes I love, uh, it. I love that song And uh, you know that's the type of thing You know he he could not only play I mean uh, most musicians that, Most really good musicians can play any genre mm-hmm. But he could play them Virtuosically, yeah. That's what—that's <laughs> that's what, what's yeah. amazing. Yeah, yeah. yes, he, mm-hmm. he can outplay everyone else mm-hmm. in
3: everything they could, anything you could do, he could do better. Yeah, and to
1: add to that mix of people, mm-hmm. I want to add Miles Davis and Bob Marley because Bob mm-hmm. Marley with the songwriting, Miles mm-hmm. Davis with the technical skills mm-hmm. and the you know the musicianship. Mm-hmm.
3: Look at all that—that's <laughs> sick you in can't. one
1: person.
3: I want to cover Lady Cab Driver. Oh yeah. Now, this shit, this is the song that turned me out on Prince <laughs> I right? guess so.
4: Yeah. <laughs> yes.
2: <laughs> this shit right here? <laughs> Erotic City turned me out on Prince Yeah,
4: well. <laughs> <laughs> I
2: do it too. Yeah, you like the B sides. <laughs>
3: So this song, it it just totally captured my imagination in every way. Like, I, I pictured New York. I pictured just the excitement that he was talking about. And then in the end, you know, when you get to the end and you'll hear it, he gets into these vamps. He was he was a famous vamper where he would just, you know, ad-lib some shit and be sicker than anybody else's song that they wrote, you know. And
2: he's talking about... Um, this is for the cabby, let me drive for no money at all. Exactly. This is for why I wasn't born like my brother, handsome and tall. Exactly. This is for politicians who are bored and I believe in war. Perfect. This one's for you, yeah, that's who that, that one's for. for. Exactly. This, this is for politicians and eagles' tits who reign supreme. This is who whoever taught you how to fucking design your jeans. jeans. <laughs>
3: and that's for, that's for the creator of man. <laughs> I mean, and he just, he brings out all the themes that he carries through his whole, like, body of work. He mm-hmm. talks about politics, corruption, sex, love, fucking, you know, um, religion, religious ecstasy, nature. You know, this is for the sea, the shore. This is for, you know. Yeah, it's, this is it's, for
2: you. That's who that one's for.
3: Yes. And I was like, yes, it is. And I was like, I just need to, somebody needs to make me sound like this lady at the end. If that's when I'm going to know I'm in love. <laughs>
2: Oh so. God, that, that reminds me, um, Maddie, his first wife, or is it uh, My Tay yeah. She said that Prince ruined her for all men. Love you know, men because wow. uh, they
1: don't want to compete. They
2: don't take they, they down, they can't compete because she's, yeah, you know, yeah. He he wrote me a poem. How nice. Right. He, he, he wrote he wrote diamonds and pearls for me. Right. <laughs> right. He wrote the most beautiful girl in the world Basically. for me. Yeah. Uh, here's Hit his poem I wrote for you. Right. Yeah. <laughs> hey,
3: uh, I got a group on <laughs> for
2: us. it hit my Obama phone? <laughs> 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 this
5: is for discrimination. They go
2: test he reigns supreme. This is, this is what whoever talks about kissing his eyes. That one's wrong. that one's true, where you have to live. This, this one's, one's for the rich, not, not all of them, just the green. The, the oh, ones that don't know
3: how to give.
2: Yeah. This one's for Yosemite Sam and the tours at Disneyland. that's one. That's for That's for The creator of the man. <laughs> this
1: a girl this on the
2: this man. Yeah, no, okay. The tours, tours at Disneyland. Disneyland. What did the tours this at Disneyland do to him? The <laughs> <See>, the shore,
5: <laughs> the this is for you. Hey, <laughs> That's who that
3: one's for. All right. This is for the women. So beautifully complex. This, this one's for, for love. That That's sex. It.
5: This
3: <laughs> is for the wind that blows. No matter how fast or slow. Mm. Not knowing. So I know we we could go on literally forever. <laughs> but just before we wrap up, I guess I want to cover. Look, we know he's the best musically. We know he's the real deal artistically. Um, but he just also, his his... He's had this crazy outside impact on pop culture as mm-hmm. a whole, mm-hmm. like we have already mentioned. He's the reason that the you know not safe for uh, kids <laughs> stickers oh, yeah, the, yeah, your yeah. parental advisory mm-hmm. lyric not NWA. Mm-hmm. It was Prince, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, you know the Purple Rain was the mm-hmm. soft and wet song too. Yeah, I believe that was. No, darling, no, Nikki. No. Oh, it was darling, it was darling it? Darla, yeah. Darla, yeah. Nikki? Okay. Yeah, and yeah. just you know the impact of Purple Rain, the the, the Oscars, mm-hmm. the Grammys, the it was just a phenomenon. It was unlike anything. Um, what else? Who I mean, who else performs in the rain in a do rag and just
2: slays on the silver, Super Bowl? Yeah, I was, I was, I was afraid he was going to get electrocuted. <laughs> I think he was, we, yeah. when he was out there playing, and, and I, the thing I remember um, is it, like you know, listening to talk radio the next day. Uh, I, I think I was listening to Peter Tilden, and he was talking about his kids had never heard of Prince. Uh, well, I mean, it, it, it's a it, you know Prince had stopped. You know, he had basically disappeared from radio mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. you know, top 40 stuff. I mean, he was right. selling it over the Internet. And they right. were like, whoa, who's this guy? Right. <laughs> you know, and, you know, he and uh, to me, it's the greatest Super Bowl halftime performance sure, I've ever seen. Yeah. Yes. Um, of all time. Yeah. That's like those
3: friggin the young girls that were like when Katy Perry brought out Missy Elliott. Mm-hmm. And they're like, that Missy
4: Elliott. <laughs> <is> that? <laughs> she, can,
1: she can flow. <laughs> yeah.
0: For
1: yeah. Me, I, I think the impact is. um what most people who are not like super fans, like we may be, mm-hmm. of his are going to learn after his death. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, kind of like with Bob Marley, mm-hmm. kind of like with Marvin Gaye. It's the activism in a lot of his yes. songs. I mean, you talk about Alphabet Street is talking about the crack epidemic. You talk yeah. about Sign of the Times. Yep. Yes. yes. I'm going down to Alphabet, Alphabet Street, Street, honey. That was,
3: oh. Down, oh. yes. That was, that was oh. like, but he's got so much, yeah. he
0: wrote the song Baltimore for a while. horse in there, doesn't he?
2: Uh, yeah, course That's the time.
0: Okay.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. in Baltimore yeah. for the yeah. the death of uh, Freddie Gray and mm-hmm. uh, the
3: Black Lives Matter movement. Yeah, and that's a really good song too. Yeah. Actually. Well, before so, we get into that, I mean, like just ter- in terms of pop culture, mm-hmm. like definitely another part of his legacy that we're gonna, I think, even discover how much more impactful it was is his fight to for artists to control Absolutely. their music Absolutely. and the whole thing with mm-hmm. him, you know the artist formerly known as and you know having to take a break from fighting with Warner Brothers for mm-hmm. what that lasted like what 15 20 years that fight it was and he I don't know if it was, that was like long. but it was but, a decade it was not yeah, a decade it was, and it was quite and a, it was a decade that, him that him. he didn't use his name, right. mm-hmm. But it was he even was just, longer between, but to, he just got back all the masters the and all, like, all, like, all yeah. the ownership. Six, yeah. seven yeah. on through, yeah, yeah, just recently. So, I mean, he it's was, that so that was a part of his reflection as an activist. And mm-hmm. he talks interestingly, he's like, you know, what we're talking about now, you, you should check this out, this interview with him and Tavis Smiley. He's mm-hmm. like saying that what, you know, what I'm fighting for in terms of an artist being able to control their creative product, these mm-hmm. are the same fights we're going to be having as far as talking about controlling the human genome. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. our genetic traits, and mm-hmm. you know, and he was right; he totally mm-hmm. like foresaw that. And um, it, it definitely speaks to his powerful spirit. A lot of the activism that he was involved in were just coming to find out. You should definitely check out um, the interview with his great friend Van Jones, who's you know mm-hmm. um, Obama's first term policy director mm-hmm. on the environment, and also a huge activist. And a lot mm-hmm. of the concerts that Prince had been doing recently were actually a way for him to Mm low-key engage all these different community leaders Mm -hmm. around the country around, um, you know, violence Mm -hmm. in Chicago, Mm -hmm. the Black Lives Matter movement. I mean, he was meeting with Harry Belafonte. I mean, I think in his, from talking to his friends, Van Mm -hmm. Jones, Tamron Hall, Mm -hmm. like his next act as he envisioned it was he wanted to be the next Harry Belafonte of his Mm -hmm. generation. Mm -hmm. He saw himself evolving into that iconic, you know, fighter, not, you know, struggle liberation is Mm -hmm. not just
2: and it it, it wasn't a new thing um right it wasn't i I, I remember uh the 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 first time i remember hearing anything about it was when he did a concert uh for the uh, marva collins school yeah Uh, and I, I, i don't remember the exact year i know it was sometime in the 80s yeah but uh yeah i mean and you know he 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 did that sort of thing and i you know i i i don't I don't criticize, you know, uh uh celebrities who, you know, put their giving out there because the money it, it you know, whatever whatever cause is needed, mm-hmm. you know, whatever cause is out there, you know, a person putting his face on it draws attention to it. Right. And yeah, you know, some some celebrities do it because they want people to pat them on the back, but you know, so what? Um but the fact that Prince, you know, did it incognito mm-hmm. for years for years uh you know speaks uh, very highly of him and you know i mean and we don't know if, uh, if they're doing it anon- anonymously we don't know how many celebrities do that sort of thing right but it, it it's uh it's, it's nice to hear that uh you know it's nice to hear his giving side that yeah. he gave so much of himself you know yeah. to anyone who didn't want to uh, buy one of his records without paying for it.
1: <laughs> and speaking of that, just really quickly to piggyback on what you said, that mm-hmm. was the theme throughout his life, the ownership. Mm-hmm. And from that's that first awesome. album, he mm-hmm. demanded, that's why he played every instrument, really yeah, every song. Control, and sang every, yeah. He yeah. wanted control and that's mm-hmm. one way to honor him, mm-hmm. you know, to go out and buy an album. That's yeah. what he did in, in Minnesota locally. He went like weekly and bought albums. Yep. He believed in
3: supporting artists Absolutely. and all of their music. Don't buy a single mm-hmm. song. Mm-hmm. He'd say, buy my whole album. Yeah. So, yeah. And every single time I saw him perform live, like he always had this mixture of you know um, artists that he loved and respected, Larry Graham, mm-hmm. Sheila E. You know the whole heart, the mm-hmm. Maceo Ma- Parker, Mavis
2: Staples. Mavis Staples, yeah. Mavis Staples. Yep. yes,
3: he brought her back, reignited her mm-hmm. career. You know people that he loved and put on, but he always had new artists too. Mm-hmm. I mean, I saw him with Tevin Campbell. Mm-hmm. I saw him with Ledisi. Mm-hmm. You know, he put her on at well, Coachella. Third
2: Eye Blind, yeah, his, his band,
3: Janelle yeah. Monae. Yeah. Yep, mm-hmm. a lot of folks. So he was always about taking mm-hmm. you know honoring the tried and true, but also moving into the future. Mm-hmm.
2: Unless it was the time.
4: He's
1: <laughs> like, right, you but... can't have your name.
2: <laughs> yeah. Well,
1: you know, some of the best music. He great.
3: also had some petty. He was, he, he could be petty. He yeah. could be petty. Yeah. Yeah. I have, right. we have a great uh, video. We'll post about uh, some of his most petty, yeah. p- pettiest <laughs> moments. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> but he said, you know what? You pl- you try to play me. You try, you play yourself. Mm. So we love Prince. Um, Anybody want to wrap up with a favorite Prince quote before we put it uh, wrap it up? All good things they say. That's my
1: Never last. That's oh, I, well, you didn't tell. Ta- you said up? Y'all got to give me a rule <laughs> I said we're going
4: to
3: end it with but it's just the sometimes know, it raves April. That's my favorite song in the world. So Sorry. Okay. <laughs> well, anybody else? And then we'll come Mm-mm. back to me and Kendra's favorite okay. <laughs>
2: If we cannot make babies, maybe we can make some time. <laughs> <laughs> All right.
3: Well, since we lost our beloved Prince in April, April was also mm. the, um, the anniversary of the Purple Rain album and also mm. the anniversary of the um, 1999 album. Let's, uh, mm-hmm. let's just go out on... Uh Sometimes It Snows in April on the
1: Parade album. Best song he's ever written. Definitely one of the saddest.
5: Casey died soon after a long fought civil war. Just after I wiped away his last year I guess he's better off than he was before. A whole life. Better than the fools he left here I used to cry for Tracy Cause he was my only friend Those kind of cars don't pass you every day I used to cry for Tracy I want to see him again But sometimes, sometimes Life ain't always the way Sometimes it snows in April Sometimes I feel so bad Sometimes I wish that life was never ending And all good things they say never last Springtime was always my favorite time of year Time for lovers holding hands in the rain. Now, springtime only reminds me of Chase's tears. Always cry for love, never cry for pain. He used to say so strong. Afraid to die Unafraid of the death that left me in the times. No staring at this picture I realized No one could cry the way my Tracy cried. Sometimes it snows in April Sometimes I feel so bad yeah, yeah. Sometimes, sometimes we wish, I wish That life was never ending But all good things they say never last I often dream of heaven and I know that Tracy's there I know that he has found another friend Maybe he's found the answer to all April snow Maybe one day I'll see my Tracy again Sometimes it snows in April Sometimes I feel so bad so bad Sometimes I wish that life was never ending But all good things they say never last But all good things they say never last Love, it isn't love until it's past.
0: It?
4: you're listening to the red rock podcast network